On this 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time, we pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Mark. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, Where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So he wasn't able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. He went around to the villages in the vicinity teaching. The Gospel of the Lord. This Sunday, we commemorate that Jesus himself was rejected in his own land, by his own family, even after having performed miracles there, which can surprise us. Contemplating this scene is a good opportunity for you and me, and for all Christians, those of us who believe, to humbly accept that believing is difficult, although it may be hard to admit. We could ask ourselves what it means to have faith or to say we have it. Sometimes we tend to simplify the matter of faith. We claim to have faith without going deeper into what it really means, what it implies. We may even not understand those who say they don't have faith. In certain situations, we may ask ourselves, how is it possible that they don't believe? How is it possible that after witnessing all the miracles, these people cannot still believe? How is it possible that so many people who proclaimed to have faith in the past have lost it now? How is it that so many Christians, after having been part of the church, don't love her now and feel indifferent to her or even hate her and despise her? As believers, as thoughtful believers who make use of the intelligence that God has given us, we have to admit that our faith has a great difficulty. It isn't easy to trust in what we cannot see, or in other words, to trust that through what we can see, the invisible can be revealed. If we don't recognize this, we are simplifying our faith a lot, and deep down, we are underestimating the value of a gift that comes from God. Believing and responding to God are a gift we receive. We have the possibility of believing in someone who is beyond what we see, 
of believing that we can hear God's voice and find Him in the simplicity of things. We can believe that that person, that man named Jesus who walked through Galilee, was at the same time God who came to live among us. It's a gift and we can't forget it. That's why many people find it hard to believe in God. You and I also find it challenging because we cannot find faith by means of scientific evidence, although at times certainty can help. What's human can become an obstacle for what's divine and for those who have a weaker faith or no faith at all. Jesus came to teach us with his own life that God chose a simpler way of being present in our world and that he continues doing it through the church, through every single human being, especially those who open up to his grace and love. Today the Gospel tells us that Jesus wasn't able to work any miracle there. Why couldn't he, if he could have performed them anyways? If he had wanted to, he'd have performed them. Do you know why he couldn't? He couldn't because there wasn't faith. The Gospel says he was amazed at their lack of faith. It isn't worth working miracles when there isn't any faith, because Jesus didn't perform miracles to awaken faith, to make people believe. He wasn't just a miracle worker. Actually, only those who had faith could witness his miracles, only those who opened up and fully trusted him. The equation is very different. It's the opposite of what's generally assumed. We need faith to see God's miracles. We need faith to realize that God is present. We don't need miracles to have faith, though it can sometimes happen. Therefore, the greatest thing we can ask for in life is not a miracle, but faith. If we have faith, we'll always see miracles in simple, everyday life, because miracles aren't exclusively extraordinary. They can be daily and hidden. We can witness the miracle of being able to wake up, to get up, and see all the God has given us, our family and our children. We can witness the miracle of having received so many spiritual and material gifts. Today, let's pray that we rejoice in faith and not in material goods. We need faith to see all that God does every minute for you and for me. That's also believing. Let's look at our lives and at the world where we live. We could always see miracles and be much happier than we are. We could see that believing is worthy and that it does us a world of good. That's why we should pray for more faith. More faith so that the human mistakes of the church, your mistakes and mine, our sins, the sins of the priests and of laymen, don't turn into an obstacle for somebody else's faith. Our sins are an obstacle for our neighbor's faith, and this is why we should avoid them. Our sins prevent others from believing. However, it isn't always our fault. 
It has to do with the inherent difficulty of our faith. It is connected to trusting that by means of human experience we can find the divine. Let's ask for faith in order to be happier every day, by loving and by letting ourselves be loved so that we discover more and more miracles that surround us. Let's ask for more faith for those who don't believe and those who make fun of us, for those who stop believing because of us and for those who don't trust us because we are too human as it happened to Jesus. Let's ask for more faith to keep learning that Jesus is much more accessible than we imagine and that he talks to us through other people and not through things that are far away from our reality. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.